Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. And in this week, Scott Parr joins us to, let's see what I wrote down, ah, to talk about what got him into the world of running, his uh, pretty awesome 2018, what the future may hold for him. And if you don't know Scott, he is the uh, nicely cut piece of granite with the uh, sweet haircut at most of the local trail races. Uh, Scott has a solid work ethic and a positive attitude, which makes it really kind of feel like we could all have the same positive work ethic, honestly. Like, I don't get it. but um, And uh, I'm pretty excited to just kind of maybe poke at some of those uh, secrets that keeps that positivity rolling. Um, also, this year, uh, Scott won the first ever Empire State Triad, which is like three ultras of 40, 50, and 65-ish miles uh, in three consecutive months. So I'm kind of uh, also interested to see what what was that that was all about and see how we fit in uh, training in the four-week blocks in between those races. Um, and with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Yeah. You run today? Uh, yes, I did. Treadmill. 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 Yeah. Oh, it was nice out though. Yeah, I know, but work. Okay. So you did. You got home from work and then just blasted it out on the treadmill and then. No, I do it right at work. Yeah. Okay. Lunch breaks. I usually hit about three to five miles at my lunch break and then go from there. If I want to go home, run run on the treadmill i just uh put a little gym in my house so yeah yeah i try we have a gym at work and i was all excited it was like the big perk the gym at work Mm -hmm. and uh i don't i don't get down to it all that much lunchtime seems to like be really compressed yeah so do you do you have like an hour lunch and you manage like 30 minutes of running type stuff i I usually get a 45 minute lunch so i try to get some hill workouts i mean i i put it on as uh the incline is pretty much as high as it can go sometimes and then i'll just do some flat running but i know it's the treadmill yeah but i mean but it's running it's miles that's what i look at it that's where i'm at right now i'm at like if I can get in 30 minutes a day every day, I'd be feeling so much better about myself in general. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. You just you run down, you get into your get into your clothes, kick mm-hmm. on the treadmill. Yep. And then do you like you um do you have meetings? Are, are you a person that has meetings at work or you just got to get back to work? So what I do for work, I'm a mechanic at Ganae Nuclear Power Plant. Mm-hmm. So I uh I just Get to my lunch, get my clothes on for running, go to do my probably around half hour, 45 minute run, and then get back into my work clothes and go right back to what I was doing. Right. Cause so. you're just, you're just working all day. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it pretty physical work or oh, is yeah. it like, yeah, yeah. everybody, uh, I'm probably the only one that I do or that I'm the only one that does what I do at my job and everybody thinks I'm pretty much nuts. So <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's pretty crazy um yeah it's pretty physical some of the stuff that i do so yeah i've been i I was uh listening to a podcast recently about um one of the the um a guy down in puerto rico who worked for um uh 
Prepo, the Puerto Rican Power mm-hmm. Authority, when they had the giant hurricanes, and he was a guy that worked on like a ten-story boiler, and like he, you know, yeah. he was maintaining that whole boiler, and he got really frustrated that people didn't have a whole bunch of information about the power outages, right? Because the whole island had That's no right. power. So he started being like social media power guy, and then he would like put that hat away and then go be work on the 10-story boiler guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I work on boilers, motors, pumps, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And wow. uh, we just came out of an outage where I was working six 12-hour days, so I was trying to include running into that too, and they didn't understand. Like I was working six uh, at night to six in the morning, and I would be waking up at like 10, 11, going out and doing a couple of miles, eh, like five or 10. Right. And then going back to sleep and going to work. That was my day. <laughs> You'd wake up just to run. That's right. Yeah, I have to get those miles in. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I asked you if you wanted to record, you're like, yeah, dude, that's cool. I'm working from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. What time works for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, none of those yeah. work. <laughs> no, usually it doesn't. Yeah. So you'd work up at, you'd wake up at 10, go for a run, grab something to eat, yeah. and go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Huh? If I'd have to go back to sleep or if I could. Yeah. yeah, right. You're all yeah. wired from your run. Yeah. You know, doing some speed work or yeah. something. Exactly. <laughs> Duran. It's I usually Yeah. Uh, went to Duran close to me, so Yeah. So is this is has this been and I, I like asking the uh question that I know the answer to. So has this been a lifelong thing for you of like always cramming in runs whenever you can, always uh finding the cracks to run? Like lifelong or yeah, just like, recent, like the last five years. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, it hasn't been lifelong. Uh, I just got into running probably about five years ago. So, yeah. and uh, I just like every other, a lot of people that I've talked to, they start with the typical 5k, work mm-hmm. their way up to a 10k and uh, go from there. Uh, I actually skipped over the marathon and went right mm-hmm. to ultra. So I went to like a half marathon, did a couple of those and. Then went to Mafamidal. Yeah, and yeah. ran your first ultra there? Uh, I ran my first trail marathon, recorded trail marathon, ran my first ultra there. So Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I guess I won the whole thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, you know, yeah. on, the, on the way along there. Um, yeah, so curiously, and mm-hmm. this, this is what's fun, is uh, you said about five years ago. That's right. And I probably am around five, uh, maybe six uh, yeah, probably six years running. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first ever trail race was damn good 2013. Yeah. Yeah. I was training for, um, I was training for the Rochester marathon mm-hmm. and along that way of training, I had started meeting people and they were, you know, various runs and stuff, group runs. And some people were running some trails and I was like, well, I'll run the trails with you. And I, you know, I ran a couple of trails and then I had heard about, the uh, damn good preview run. And I was like, well, wait, that coincides with a 13 miler that I have to run for my marathon training plan. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll run that. And I ran the preview run and I'm like, well, I'm definitely going to run the race, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I had my first trail race was the uh, damn good 2013. Yeah. 14 uh, miler. Let me, uh, so my first trail race, uh, it was actually a group run. It was, um, it was a four-person group run. It was the Sega Honda. And a couple people at my work found out that I was running and yeah. found out that, hey, this kid's pretty quick, so let's put him on my team. And I got into – they ex- they asked me to do the nine-mile. I'm like, uh, no, 
I don't want to do that. No, <laughs> that's way too much. So I ended up doing it. Uh, fell in love with the trails. And uh, I ended up doing, it was currently called Mess the Dress. Now it's called the Filthy Formal. Yeah. And, and now it's and now not it's around. Not. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's where I met the Trails Rock crew. Yeah. It's Eric and Sheila and all that. Like, so, so around 2013? From 2013, yeah. Yeah. So I did that one. Uh, I've. Like I said, I, I loved running the trails. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so much better than the roads. I, personally, to me, I just loved being out in the woods, just running and seeing everything. And I was like, ah, that one was fun. Met Eric and Sheila. And I ended up doing uh, Run 'em, Hike 'em All. Mm. Uh, never, not knowing Eric and Sheila, they just put something on Facebook. Hey, we're thinking about doing this. And I ended up doing that whole thing with them. Mm-hmm. And. They, now what was what was run them all hike them all? Uh, the first run them all hike them all is doing we ran slash hiked all the trails at Letchworth State Park. So it, I think it ended up being around maybe ninety ish to a hundred ish miles. Of and just, it's over like three days of just kind of yes, camping. Yep, and... it was camping, <clears throat> uh, meeting everybody, meeting all the all the trail people that are so wonderful, right? And so yeah. I I looked at this group and I'm like, man, this is something that I think i can get into <laughs> so we talked about the damn good trail race so i ended up signing up for that and uh i guess the rest of this history yeah right there we go yeah so were you at all like um were you a person in the woods before that did you go out for like outdoor activities yeah, when so, you were younger yeah so when i was younger i i loved being outside i mean i came i come from a family of five so uh we didn't really have too much growing up um but i i always stayed busy i always you know, playing in the woods and hanging out and trying to camp in the backyard, setting up tents. And that was my way of having fun. Right. So, but yeah, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it, but I really didn't get into it. I was young. Right. Right. And then I started having kids young. So that took, took up a lot of my time. Did you, did you grow up in Rochester? Yeah. Grew up in Rochester. Um, born and raised in Rochester. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up in Buffalo and I always tell this story. Like I didn't know that people ran trails. Like, uh, I, I knew there were trails and yeah. I used to go to the Adirondacks and I used to hike and everything, yeah. but I never knew like people ran them until one day I was with this group of guys and we're in Vermont and we go up to the top of camel's hump mm-hmm. and we're just, we hike the way up and then we're like, well, that's cool. And we see the, you know, the top and the view and everything. And then we're like, well, let's go down. And I turn around and they're like, bolting down the, and i was like oh we're running yeah i didn't even know that happened and because of buffalo like there we we have some trails i, I don't want to say we don't have any trails but it's like chestnut ridge state park or mm-hmm. it's like you know i grew up in the city you know our trails were between two houses and it was the house that wasn't there anymore yeah. that was the trail you know yeah I, I grew up uh being being a kid i was riding four-wheelers and dirt bikes mm-hmm. you know the not mine, of course. It was always my friends, and mm-hmm. but and that's the the kind of thing I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. So, what was the trigger that sort of you said, you know, what I'm going to start running? Let's see here. So the trigger for me was, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, after that, Mafamidal. That yeah. was like the big trigger. But some had to get you started to, running. Yeah, so, some had to even get you like. You know, I want to go for a run. Or maybe was it fitness? Like you just started working well, out at the gym and running the treadmill? Well, I played I played soccer going through high school, right? Okay. I played soccer, so I was I was pretty pretty active all through high school. Um, never running though. I looked at all the people that ran, I'm like, 
why would you want to do that without a ball in front of your, you know, because <laughs> yeah. that was my, yeah. that, that, that's what I love to do. I love playing soccer. I played soccer all the way uh, up into maybe three years ago. But what triggered it for me, I always like to exceed and do better. And mm-hmm. I think when I started getting results at right. running, yeah. I started seeing what I can actually and physically do and mm-hmm. how how I can push myself and what my body can actually do and what I can put it through mm-hmm. and get the results that I'm looking for. I was right. like, wow, that's it's pretty amazing. And that's why Muffamidal did it for you because uh, it's a yeah. it's a one mile loop. That's right. It's and a, do it for eight hours. That's right. And yep. the only thing stopping you is you. And I, I mean, the races before, yes. I, I mean, I could see that I was doing good at them, right? I was, I was excelling and getting better results. But Mephomidal was my trigger. It mm-hmm. was like, I just put myself through hell. Mm-hmm. And my body hurts. And I just completed something I never thought imaginable. And how many miles did you get for that first eight-hour Mephomidal? It was 40. 40 miles. Yeah. And that was the first winter one, right? That was in no, March? No. Uh, yeah, it was in March. Yeah, I believe yeah. it was in March. Yeah, that was the, the first one was in, was in March, and I believe. March. I have to go back, but I It, it could so. have been the summer one. I think yeah. it might have been the summer one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but eight hours and 40 miles. I mean, yeah. that's, and what, you hadn't even run a marathon at that point. That's right. Right? Yeah, so I you over that. So you went from damn good 14 miler. Right. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, my damn good. I remember looking at the signs because right before the end, there's like a 12 mile mark yeah, and a 13 mile mark. And I remember at 12 miles, my legs became sticks. They didn't want to bend. And I remember people running past me and cheering me on like, dude, you can do this. Just Mm -hmm. keep moving. Just keep moving. Don't stop. And I was on. Like, I put my blinker on and pulled off to the side of the road and was like, I'm hurting. Yeah, I wonder. We didn't know each other back then, but I wonder if I was one of those people because that was my Probably. first trail mate. And as I pulled up this this picture, this is oh, about this is about a mile into the race, right? right? It's yeah. that overlook. <laughs> and there's a picture of a um, – there's a view of a four-year-old Jeff Green in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Green looks about four, yeah. and then there's me, um, and then back there is about forty people back. <laughs> no, about <laughs> six people back. There's Scott Parr, yeah. and I I found this picture. I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. Wow! And I was like, look at all of us, little little babies. Yeah, you know, like um, you still got your high and tight cut to go. I sure on there. do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll have to, I'm going to throw this in the, in the show notes so people can see it because, um, this is, uh, probably the one and only race that I've finished in front of you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't too much. I think I was like a two twelve, and you were like a two fifteen or something. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I still, it was all right. Hey, yeah. it, that race, what I love about that race is, um, it's just long enough to make you be like, oh, I want it to be over. Yes, it is. And then 15 minutes later, it's over. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's it's just long enough to make you be like, Ur. because that whole two miles back is where you're tripping over all the little roots. It's completely flat or oh, it feels like it's flat. over roots. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's flat. Yeah. But at that point, your legs are just like, no, this is how high we're going to lift up. Yeah. Either you're going to fall or you're not. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out um I mean, that was my first that was my first real big 
run like in a race or, and I mean, I look back and I'm like, okay, that's, yeah. that's uh 30 pounds less. I could, I could get back there maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh that's my first, first long race as well. If you call yeah. that long now. Well, what I'm that's, doing. that's what I was going to get to. You went yeah. from this to 40. Yeah. And so, you know, when you think about it now, I mean, I, I think if you were to show up at Cayuga trails 50, you could do that in less than eight hours. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you did Mafamidal 40 miles in eight hours. And, mm-hmm. and that was like revelatory for you, you know, yeah. change things. And so that, that idea of I wait, the previous that I've ever done is 13. I've done three yeah. times that amount. Right. right? Well, I, I did some training runs where I, where I popped off like 20 miles mm-hmm. here and there. I mean, but that was all training runs. Nothing mm-hmm. ever recorded. All yep. on Strava. I yep. mean, if you look it up. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew that I was, uh, I knew I was capable of doing something, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure of what it was. Right. So, and like I said, when I went to that Mephomidal, I did want to quit at 30 miles. Yeah. But the... um. I remember but Dan Ward was there. Dan right. Ward was there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Valone was there and Eric and Eric was telling me, he was like, you've been here too long. Get... He's like, get out of here. Valone came over, gave me a Zima. I actually drank a Zima. <laughs> yeah. Valone flash forwarded from 1991. Yeah. And gave you a Zima. Yeah. He gave me a Zima. And then I heard who does this running on like this. And so, and then Dan Ward was there. Yeah. And he actually picked me up. He's like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric pushed me out of the uh, aid station. And I just kept on going. Yeah. Yeah. Ten more miles. I don't think I stopped either. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Dan Ward just hung out. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And that changed things for you, huh? Definitely. Uh, that was definitely <laughs> a game changer. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So in 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 that way, did it start to make you do things differently? Did you like I'm going to get a coach. I'm going to start doing workouts. You Did it change your approach to your running or did it just change what you think you could do in running? So I thought about that of like, you know, what can I do? Do I need a coach? Do, do I, do I want to keep going and push myself to see? And at the end of that, Mafamidal, Ben Murphy came up to me and goes, you got to sign up for Twisted Branch. And I'm like, What? And I'm like, you know, no, I'm not doing that. It's crazy. He was like, you're ready and you have enough training. And so, um, so yeah, I, after I pondered a little bit about Twisted Branch, um, I started training a lot different. Yeah. I went out for longer runs and I actually sat with Ultra Sign Up. I, I think it was like midnight. I actually signed up for Twisted Branch because I sat there looking at it. And that it day? Like, uh, it wasn't that day. It was like a week later. I was like, do I want to do this? Do I, I mean, it really scared the crap out of me. Like, <laughs> I just did 40. I understand I could do 40, but that's another 25-ish miles. And the terrain, I just I just heard about Twisted from a lot of people, and it was like, I don't know, it's something that's scary. But that I guess... I guess that's what I like. I like pushing my, like I said, I like pushing my body to the limits. So um, it was like a week later, midnight, I think, something like that. I was stared at Ultra Sign Up, and I ended up signing up. And um, now looking, you know, at all the stuff that I've completed and accomplished, I think signing up for races 
actually keeps me motivated and keeps me like, oh, no, I need you're to fe- do this. You're feeding the monster. Dude, that's right. You just tell people, just sign up. And yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. No, just I, sign up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sign up. You'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. That's what I say now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when the first ever Twisted Branch was announced, <laughs> right, it was announced in right around Thanksgiving um, and of 2014. Uh, mm-hmm. 20, yeah, 2014. And I was like, I was absolutely like enthralled by it. Uh, and I was sitting at home going like, huh, hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, run from Ontario County Park all the way to Hammondsport. That's what I said. And I was like, I, oh, okay, okay. I, I got to figure out how to do it. But I signed up, I think, on the second day of registration. And I was like, okay, you got nine months to figure this out. That's right. Out. Yeah. It get it to me, it gets me it gets me motivated. It gets gets me like just amped up to know that I have a big goal ahead of me mm-hmm. and I wanna I don't wanna let myself down. And I mean I understand if there's a race that I, eventually there's gonna be a race that destroys me and it's gonna put me to my knees, but Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I want yeah. to see that race that's going to do that to me <laughs> because then I'm going to talk about it and yeah. So you learn from it. So you signed up mm-hmm. and were you were you instantly like okay, I got a plan or were you like, "Oh, what did I do?" Uh I don't think I slept that night <laughs> at all because I thought about what I just did. Like I really signed up for this. So uh I the plan that I had was I was going to train my ass off. I was mm-hmm. going to work as hard as I could. And what I ended up doing from work, I went into work the next, I think it was, it was a weekend that I signed up. I can't remember, but I know I went into work and I immediately took Mondays and Fridays off. I had vacation. So I took Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, oh, wow. Monday, Friday <laughs> until twisted. And I went out and I made sure because I talked to Ben Murphy, I was texting him and he said, make sure you preview the course. So you're aware of it. And, know what's coming up you know what's going to come up and i actually previewed all but like the last 15 miles of the course okay and i'm glad that i did that Mm -hmm. because i knew what was coming ahead of me when i did the race but that last 15 miles was like wow this is something that i've never seen before and it's it kept me going yeah because it was it was new you had you had the first 50 and then you had like a surprise at the end. That's right, and that's why I'm so glad that I didn't. And so. it's an interesting way to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I I think the idea of um, like what like that it so it seems like it scared you a little bit. Like you were, oh yeah, you were like I need to be prepared, and I I felt the same way. So mm-hmm. I I I was like okay, I need help. I got to go find people. Mm-hmm. But it seems a lot like what in you know we cobbled together. Uh, uh, you know, a group of who is now some of my best friends and uh, we pushed ourselves through that. Mm -hmm. But it seems like a lot of what you do is by yourself. You, you're pushing yourself through these things. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot what I like to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of my friends. They'll, they'll text me and be like, Hey, you want to go running? And yeah, and I want people to do that. I want people to call me up. I mean, I will run at you know your pace. You will run at yeah, any- anything. <laughs> it's all miles to me, and I like that friendship, and I love our community that yeah. we have. So, uh, 
don't be afraid to give me a call if you want to go running. <laughs> Scott's number will be in the show notes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do a lot of it on my own. I like the, uh, I guess you call it the struggle bus. You know, if I am struggling, there are days that I go out there and I, I push myself to get out and run. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's days I don't want to do it, but I, I know that I have a race coming up and I'm like, if I don't do it, then it might affect my running and my race. So is it is it that the end results that really get you motivated? Like like the Monday four miler at work. Are you thinking that that is minutes off of your Cayuga Trails fifty time if you don't do that Monday four miler? I know. Uh, I know. I, I know that I can look back while I'm dirt. Or I can look back while I'm running the race, and I can say, "Listen, I put the training and I put the effort in." Yeah. So there's no reason you should be feeling like this right that's now because right. you did the work. So that's right. suck it up and go. That's right. Suck Damn, it up, I, Buttercup. I used to think that once upon a time. Yeah. It w- it was because you can look back and you can be like, "No, I did stuff harder than this right now. I was feeling worse than this mm-hmm. when I was when I did that eighth mile repeat, you know, that's- or you know, one of the things that I did in the winter that I I actually really enjoyed, but it was painful and and gross was doing loops around the reservoir. You know, just doing 800s yeah. around the reservoir in the winter because while it was flat, it was lit up. There were no cars, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like, and and the lungs burn after 800s in the winter. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, they sure do. I used to do nothing in the winter, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I used to hibernate. That's what I tell everybody. They're like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Hibernating. I don't like the cold." <laughs> but uh, last year, I got into doing a little bit of winter running. So, and this year, I'm going to try doing snowshoeing. Oh, maybe, cool. Yeah. Maybe try to do a little bit of skiing. but Like I've, ski-mo or skiing? Like cross-country? Like, like cross-country. I've okay. never, no, I don't need to break anything doing regular skiing. <laughs> I've never done it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm going to I've done try. it like four times. Yeah. Like downhill skiing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done like four times. I'll be on the bunny hill. Yeah. Just waving to everybody. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I do the yard sale. Yeah. I'll <laughs> be on the bunny hill and then be in the lodge. Yeah. And I'll, I'll drink my beer. So, um, that, that being said, you do a lot of your training alone, but you're really, you, you seem very results oriented. Mm -hmm. Like you are driven by your ability to achieve goals for yourself and push yourself farther and faster. Yeah. So where, where does that come from? Do you read race reports? Do you look at other people? Do you listen to podcasts? Like how do you, what drives you and goes like, Oh, that's my next target or my next goal or what I want. Like, where's your competitive, I don't know. I guess I'm asking a long way of saying like, if nobody's running next to you, pushing you, how are you pushing yourself to achieve a thing? Um, so getting into my trail running, I mean, I did follow a lot of people. Um, a lot of the good trail runners. I mean, everybody is a good trail runner. There is not one bad trail runner, but like, um, like, some of us are measurably faster than others. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say good. There is no. I no, guess what I'm saying. Like, yeah, there are people no that terrible, are faster. But yeah, yeah but, but like I, I looked at everybody, and and my thing is when I first started getting into the running scene, um, like I was looking at, not just talking with people, like on that whole, um, run them hike them all. Mm-hmm. We'd sit around the campfire and we'd hear, oh, I'm going to run the 100 miler. And I'm like, and I'm looking at him like 100 miles on your own. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I was, 
I was one of the people like at my work that look at me and they're like, you're, that's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And one of my buddies at work, actually, he asked me the similar question. What drives you to mm-hmm. keep pushing yourself farther and farther? But like, I, I listen to the podcast. I listen to, or I read the race reports and see what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't I be there? Mm-hmm. Why can't I excel? And I mean, this year was one of those years and mm-hmm. it, it made me think, uh, what can I do? Where right. nothing's impossible to anybody. And, and I, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to Katie Gailey. That's another yeah. one. She signed up for Twisted Branch this year, like a week before the race and finished that thing. Yeah. It's like, and I know how she was feeling. It was that nervousness. It's that non-sleep. And she still went out, stuck it out, and finished that race. It was like... Yeah, she didn't give herself much credit for doing Many on the Jenny and doing Cayuga and then doing Twisted Branch. She kind of was like... oh, Well, well, she volunteered at Many. Right. Yeah. But she's... But she did did it the previous year. Right. So the idea like, oh, I did 40, but I'm not so sure I can do 50. Are you kidding me? You can do 50. I did 50, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, she was texting me. She was like, what do you think? What do you think? And I think I told her that the the day before the race, I was like, you just got to make it fun. Just go Mm -hmm. out there and run your own race and leave it and make it fun. But yeah, uh, going back to your original question, just looking at all the, what everybody was doing and it's like, and falling in love with the trails and loving being out there and running. It was like, I, I, I keep telling myself, I, I might not be the best, but I'm Mm going to train my ass off to run with the best trail runners. Right. So that's why I think I, I got very lucky when I signed up for that first twisted branch. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, I guess the way I say it is sort of like, when you're in this group of people that are doing hundreds and hundred Ks and 50 milers and, or doing, um, 120 half marathons Mm -hmm. or the person that just got up off the couch and decided they've had enough and they're going to go run a 5k, somebody that's like took the leap and they're not really social, but they're coming to their first group run. Mm -hmm. And then you come to that group run and they're like, I've never run really before. And you're like, wow. So you showed up here today for like your first run, you know, that that takes a lot of guts yeah. and like seeing seeing those kinds of people on a regular basis makes you start to go like oh hey this That's stuff's right. normal yeah. and i can do these things and i fell in with a group of people for which it was normal to go run 100k even though none of us one of us had only run 100k right mm-hmm. so so we have Mike Weldon, who's the guy that's like, yeah, I know this dish, dude. Let's do it. Come yeah. on. And we're like, does he really know? Because he, he I'm, I'm not sure, you know. Cause... Total bad influence, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he kind of, I mean, he runs real fast and he's kind of skinny. I yeah. mean, and uh, we should run with him. And But then it was Record and Bertrand and Jeff Green, right? And like suddenly we're all going, yeah, this is normal. This feels right. And then we're talking with other people and we're like, oh, you signed up too and you signed up. Yeah, it's like that black hole of yeah. just getting lost with yeah. the people that are just in the same mindset that you are. Right. And then you show up. And uh, so I decided like as part of my training plan um, for the first twisted, I was going to run 
uh, Ontario. I was going to run Sega Honda and Ontario Summit back to back a week after each other. I was like, if I could do two trail marathons, I feel pretty good about my abilities. Little than I know that was not hardly enough, but it, but I was I was scared to death to run two trail marathons back to back because I had never done that. Yeah. Um, and they were all like, yeah, that's totally fine. Go, go do that. That's great. You could totally do that. You know? And yes, like I said, when you tell people just sign up for the race and you'll do the training <laughs> because you're scared. Yeah. I'm living proof that you can sign up for oil Creek and not do the training. Yeah. Like, that can happen. <laughs> but the other side is true as well. You can tell and share your goals with your friends, especially in our community. And then they can help you with those goals. That's right. You know, yeah. and that's what's so great about our community. There's, there's someone always there to pick you up and yeah. tell you, yeah, you're gonna do this. You're gonna be good at it, and don't worry about anything. Yeah, and it's it's to anybody. There is no, there's no prejudice or prejudice towards anybody. I mean, you just see everybody out there kicking ass. Yeah, and there's and even if they're not gonna give you the rah rah cheer them up speech, they're gonna grind out five or 10 or 20 miles with you. That's right. You know, they might not sit there and, you know, fluff you up, but you might just be like, dude, it's a really crappy day. You want to go for a run? And they'll be like, well, let's go run. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like about our community is just a great group of people. Yeah. A great group of people. So as you, as you've done this sort of realization of, of, where your limits are and what you can run and, and what you want to run, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to run these races or these races or those has your, has your, um, have you realized sort of where you are in this giant group of people? Do no. you, do you see yourself as somebody that people look to and be like, I need to be like Scott Parr? No, I <laughs> it, it really, no. Um, so let me see. Where do I want to take this question? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I actually, I mean, there's, of course, there's talk, right? And I hear hearsay and stuff from other people, but I look at it as, you know, I, I'm still like everybody else. I'm still like your Steve Daly's, and I'm just part of this community, and mm-hmm. that's why I said. Don't. Yeah, both you and Steve Daly just rip off twenty milers because yeah. you got nothing else going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but it, it is. It's just like I'm just. I just want to fit the bill and mm-hmm. just hang out and run. And I mean, I don't think it's really set in. Like, right? I don't know. What do you think I am? You tell me. <laughs> so, so the question I, I ask, I guess the reason the reason why I ask it is because. Um, when you sign up for a race, like you said, if I'm going to do this race, I want to, I want to do as, as the best I can. Mm-hmm. Right. And it turns out you're pretty darn good at this. Right. Right. So yeah, when you yeah, show I up at races, that. you know, people see Scott Parr who now just, uh, I mean, we'll jump into 2018, right? 2018, yeah. you basically ran out of your shoes, right? Like, yeah. So. So this is, I, I, okay. You know, so, so like people are, people know you from the guy on the trails hanging out and then suddenly you are just, I mean, people, you shake your hand and you can almost rip my arm off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just, I, I joke in the beginning, but you're, you're solid. You can run. Yeah. You got dedication. Mm-hmm. You got like, you got a discipline and an attitude that like is 
this is just what you do now. Yeah. You go out and run hard and you run as, as well as you can and you finish some of the hardest races up in the top 10. Yeah. Right. You did many on the Jenny and Cayuga trails and twisted branch yeah. June, July and August 40, yeah. 50, 65. Not only did you just like finished them, but you placed really high up. That's right. So there's, there's something there that people notice. Mm-hmm. So, so my, so what I'm doing, um, and this is, this is just me. Uh, I did my, what is it? 2017. I did, that's when I did twisted branch. Right. And when I completed that, I said, how am I going to beat 2017? Right. And because I, you didn't think you were, I never even... thought I was going to complete that. And yeah. I actually, I came through and I was getting congratulated and they're like, I can't believe What did you finish it in? And I, I didn't know where I was, and I ended up finishing, I think, 1330, something like that. Right. And, For a uh, race that you weren't sure about doing. That's right. And I ended up placing, like, sixth place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Right. Now this sparked a fire. Like, how am I going to beat 2017? Because I love doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ended up signing up for uh, – I went to I, – I went away for work in february and i signed up for my first 50k in february it was called the frozen frozen hearts 50k that was down in maryland and that was my fastest i've ever ran a 50k i think it was in uh four four hours and 55 minutes so then i signed up for english ridge and then i wasn't even signed up for the whole triad series someone conjured me into getting into Cayuga, <laughs> by the way so um I ended up signing up for English Ridge. Then I did, I wanted to do like a PA race. I did the Greenwood Furnace. And then I wanted to do training runs in between some of those. So Ontario Summit became a training run. It didn't become a training run. I shouldn't even say that Mm -hmm. because I placed really well in that. And that's the first time I ever placed second place in Mm -hmm. any of my races. So I did Mofamidal five-mile run. Um and these are all in between, like many on the Jenny. I mean, I'm not sure where they're placed, but mm-hmm. I did Mafomidal, got lost in Mafomidal, and I knew all my races this year have been, I've been placing in the top 10. And even though I'm getting lost, I'm like, I was, I couldn't find my way. I was like, where the heck did I, I come know. out? I know. I remember you running past me after yeah. you finally found your and way. And so I, I actually wanted to quit that race, a five mile race. I wanted to quit. And I looked back and I was like, that's not what we do. That's not what our community does, especially, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, the Mofamidal. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not finishing that. It's the Friday night's light one. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I go, you know what? I'm going to get back into this race. I'm going to find out where I, you know, and then I just ran. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am going to try to place top 10 in this thing. And so I got back into it. I ended up placing ninth, I believe, in that race. Mm-hmm. So that made me happy. I was yeah. like, I even getting lost. So. Um, and then I did, uh, I think, I think, uh, many on the Jenny was there. Yeah. And so many on Jenny, yeah. 40, a 40 miler, 40 miler. Right. I didn't do it last year. Yeah. Right. So this is your first time running first many time. on Jenny. Yeah. It runs the trails that you did for run them all, hike them all, which yeah. at the time you didn't know was That's Sheila right. and Eric's project. They, they were scouting it. Yeah. For scoping out the, yeah. the course for this race. Mm-hmm. So it runs the park side of Letchworth mm-hmm. State Park all the way down to the gorge, crosses over the gorge, and then runs up the FLT. Yes. Right? And it runs 
reverse of Sega Honda That's without right. the aid stations, mm-hmm. and it runs the last, quote, seven miles of damn good. That's right. right? Yep. So you have some familiar with the second some half. Some familiar with it, yeah. But not the first half. That's so right. you go into this 40-mile race. Yep. You've never really raced 40 miles, right? You, That's right. You raced Twisted Branch. That's right. But you never really raced 40-mile race. Uh-huh. So what what happened at, at Many on the Jenny? So um, the first – so I knew with all my training runs and all that stuff, Many on the Jenny, uh, I was like, yeah, okay, I did this. I did a couple training runs. This is going to be, you know, a kick-ass race. A lot of my friends are going to be there. I love seeing everybody. And um, let's see, the first 20 miles felt awesome. Felt yeah, great. The first <laughs> the first twenty miles. Yeah. Uh, crossed the bridge. Actually, stopped. Took took a picture of myself crossing the bridge, you know, and I got into that back half. And I'm telling you, that back half kicked my ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could <laughs> never get a rhythm with many on the Jenny. Um, it was just up and down, up and down the gullies, and I actually walked. I walked some. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy. Uh, and and it brought me back to the uh, damn good trail race because I was like, I feel like poop. <laughs> I do. I, I, I wasn't feeling it. So I actually caught up um, to Pete uh, Kresa, mm-hmm. I want to say his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught up to him, and I seen he was walking. And it, when I was watching him walk, and then I walked, and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this right now. I just got to keep moving. So I started shuffling, started shuffling. And I actually passed him, and I was like, I'm just going to keep going. But, yeah, the first 20 miles, I mean, I felt really good, and I crashed. And probably mile, I'm going to say, I'll say mile 32-ish, I crashed. Yeah, so it was a big eye-opener. Like, respect the distance. Yeah. Yeah, respect the distance. But you still ended up doing okay there. I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have any complaints about it. I'll, I'll definitely, I, I loved it. I, mm-hmm. I really did. I love point-to-point races. Yep. Start at one point, go to another. I could do yep. two loops, three loops, we're getting there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and just that mindset, my body starts fighting. Like I said, the methominal. I wanted to quit yeah. at 30 miles, and they pushed me to get back. Yeah, you there. wanted to quit after 30 loops, yeah. not three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I definitely, uh, I did, I did well. Um don't have any negative thoughts about what I how I performed that race. Yeah, I, I mean, at it. you did well. Yeah, I looked at it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that one. Mm-hmm. Even I though you had some, some crashes. That's right. So um, I definitely learned from it. I think I went out too too fast the first 20. You know, yeah. had a little bit too much fun. What was your what was your time at, at that race? Do you remember? Uh, many on the Jenny, I think uh, it was seven, 7 hours 32. And yeah. some change. So seven thirty two. So you did that front half in about three thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was cruising. I felt yeah. really good. Yeah. But yeah. that's it. I mean, you go out and mm-hmm. I mean you're you're all amped up and you're like, okay, you're running with your friends and then you're like, I'll see you at the end. See you. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you know, you just keep going. But yeah. yeah. And then so did you say okay? Because because you knew you were signed up for Twisted. And mm-hmm. like you said, you weren't in Cayuga. No, I wasn't. Right? So, so so something happened. Yeah, this is uh this is a crazy group of friends we hang out with, right? <laughs> that start uh putting your head like, ah, you should sign up for this one. It's like no way. But yeah, so I started doing some high peaks with one of my friends, uh, my friend Ashley. Uh 
Grisek, she's from Ithaca. Um, I started doing some high peaks and uh, I told her I was, she was like, oh, are you doing Cayuga? And I was like, no. And she's like, why not? And I was like, I just got done with many. And she's like, well, sign up for it. And, uh, and I knew it was in this whole triad series. So I was like, you know what? I signed up for zero SPF. So I knew that was uh, one of a great race that I love doing every year. Um, so I was like, you know what? I told her, I go, if you sign up for zero SPF, I'll sign up for Cayuga. And she goes, is that a deal? And she never signed <laughs> up, but I signed up for Cayuga. <laughs> so I so, guess it wasn't a deal. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't a deal. And I, I call her out in that all the time. So, so her big thing is she might be looking into twisted this year. So, oh, well, but, yeah, that's, I mean, you should make her sign up for zero SPF first, yeah, you know, know, be like, know. look at uh -huh. you, you owe a debt mm -hmm. first. <laughs> sure does. So anyway, I signed up for that and, uh, I continued my training and just kept on plugging along. So what, what do you get up to the Adirondacks often? Um, I just started actually. Yeah. It's just, I, I mean, with my kids and everything, now that they're a little bit older, understanding what I'm doing, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I try to get up to the Adirondacks as much as I can. So yeah. Starting the, some of the high peaks. I think I got 11 in just this year. You got 11? I'm at 10, and I've been going up for 10 years. Yeah, so. I went up just this year. That's yeah. like where I really started, and uh, I ended up with 11. Yeah, I didn't go. I, I've been I've been going to the Adirondacks since, since like, the mid-'90s, but yeah. I, we didn't really go with the intention of high peaks. We went up with the intentions of camping, yeah. and we do a lot of regular, like, just ho-hum, 3,000 foot peaks. I've done that with, um, like just going camping with my kids and stuff, taking yeah. them out just because I enjoy, enjoy the outdoors, um, yeah. taking my kids up there and all that stuff, but never, never getting some high peaks in. And it's awesome. I yeah. really, yeah. Hopefully I can get them all in by the end of summer, but we'll by, see. by the end of this, by the end of 2019, that's your goal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With well, all my stuff. So we'll most see. people, most people spend their whole entire life trying to get up all 46. Yeah, of those I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when you run, you can do them a little bit faster. And you know? we're not running. I'm telling you, no. they're they're yeah. They're sometimes it's a struggle bus. Yeah, bringing bringing lots of peanut butter and jelly and mm -hmm. goldfish crackers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've actually uh, Bloody Marys. We did a sunrise summit and we had Bloody Marys on the summit. It was pretty cool. Neat. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, we've done. Um, I like leaving from the lodge and then doing a run because the Van Hovenberg trail is so, it's so <laughs> nice to run at the beginning yeah. and then it gets like just steep and you're like, am I still running really? <laughs> like my heart's going to explode, but I don't think I'm actually running. Yeah. <laughs> just, but, yeah. But it's a challenge for me to just, see how close I can get to like tabletop before my heart feels like it's going to blow out of my oh, yeah. chest, you know? Yeah. So I do like that run a bunch. Um, anyways, uh, back to, uh, Cayuga. Uh, yeah. That's, Didn't you, so you ran SPF yep, I ran without SPF. Ashley. No, nope. She, uh, she did not show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, but that's all right though. Well, we, we know, we know of Ashley yeah. and oh, yeah. she'll, she'll hear about this. Yeah, she will. Man, so. welching on, welching on a deal. Yeah. All right. Well, you, she got you into Cayuga. Yeah. So that's did. something. She got me into Cayuga, signed up for Cayuga. Um, Started out uh, getting down there. Uh, I did. I, I've been to Ithaca multiple times. I've been to Treeman. I've been mm -hmm. to uh, Buttermilk Falls. Love the area. I've done running down there. Um, I've never been into that Lickbrook. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's nice, right? Yeah. That yeah, one. when I finally found the real Lickbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so did you do the other thing where you went up the other side? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so, Bertrand and I did that our first time. Yeah, so... I was Not told, on the race because it's marked and right. we can follow flags. Oh yeah, but 
Yeah, I sometimes can foul flags. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I went down there for one training run. Um, I started at Buttermilk and actually ran backwards. And I, I was like, where is this lick brook that they keep talking about? And uh, I actually went down the other side. You're right. So mm. uh, I went to Treeman, um, I want to say right before the race. And I followed the path um, after Old Mill and it took me to that underpass and i'm like this is it this is where i gotta be so i knew i could find my way around because it, it is two loops right so i seen that underpass and then i went back and ran treatment a little bit more and then headed home about getting back to cayuga what an awesome race that's a what a what a pretty race i gotta say it's uh it's definitely a, a cool course um, a little warm it's a little warm right yeah yep um but Red Newt, Red Newt puts on a um, pretty good show. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you, know, you get trails. You get trails yeah. rock at, at Buttermilk Falls, which, which you know. was excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had a little upset during that. I think uh, I think I could have done better uh, than I did, but I was probably at mile twenty-one out of fifty, and I blasted. This is the first time this has ever happened. Blasted my toe. My toe is still the nail is mm-hmm. gone. Um, I actually thought I broke my toe at mile 21. I was coming back feeling really good, coming back from the Trails Rock Aid Station, uh, coming back from the underpass, actually. And I was at, on that backside uh, trail coming to Old Mill, and I don't know what I hit my foot on. I, it mm-hmm. must have been one of those little stumps or something, but it I, I literally sat down on the side of the trail like I think I just busted my toe. Um, I stood up i ran my downhills were shot mm-hmm. I, I any pressure on the tip of my toe and luckily uh i started doing this is um in my drop bags i'm putting a size bigger shoe or a uh, half a size bigger like uh, i run with size nine and just for the feet swelling mm-hmm. I, I put nine and a half in and thank god i did because mm-hmm. that saved me um, didn't you do a little toe surgery too didn't wasn't there I didn't do anything at there. Oh, okay. I did it after. Oh, I did okay. that after. I didn't want any problems. Yeah, I did that toe <laughs> surgery after. Yeah. Okay. That was, yeah. But uh, so at mile like 21, like I said, um, blasted my foot. And I was limping, limping, limping. And I just was like, okay, we got to do this. You have a long ways left right. to go. And the way Cayuga goes is you go out 12 and you come back for 25, so you're at the start. Yeah. And that's where your shoes were? We're back at the start line? But no, I had to get all the way back to the Trails Rockies. Oh, you had to get back to yeah. 37. So, so I knew if uh, if I could just hobble off this pain. I mean, it was some pain that, like I said, I thought I broke my toe, my big toe. Um, so I got back to the start line, start slash finish line. Um and I was like, okay, I can at least jog. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't as quick as I was being, especially on the downhills. Um, excruciating pain. And uh, when I got back to, I mean, I went through all that, went up that huge hill at Lickbrook, and my uphills were all right because it was taking pressure off my toe. Um, and when I got back to the Trails Rock Aid station, I was like, listen, I, I blasted my toe. I got to switch my shoes. And I mean, some of these volunteers at the aid stations, there's the ones that they're the ones that like determine your race. And I'm going to tell you, I, especially I'll, I'll talk about that more, but they determine your race. They, they had my shoes already out. Uh, I was mm-hmm. already, they, they were helping me take off my shoe. And then I took off my sock 
and I was just like, oh my god, my toe looks <laughs> like it's dead. Yeah, it was white. The toenail was I don't. I don't even want to keep talking about it because it makes me sick. But yeah, I, I switched my, I switched my shoes, and it felt good to get some dry shoes on for like, I'm gonna say two miles, and then they were drenched again. Mm-hmm. But it it just it was a game changer. I knew I, I didn't have all that pressure with the smaller size shoe on, and I knew I was gonna finish it. So I ended up finishing that, and uh, I was happy with that because you know it. It's a pretty big race, uh, mm-hmm. a USTF race, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up finishing, I believe, 21st in that, and uh, time was 9:41 and some change. And that's, I mean, that's still a good sub 10 on that course. Is and that's good. what I was told. I was you getting, know? Uh, I was, I was getting a couple comments on Facebook like that. You, you rock that. So yeah, I mean, and it, I felt good with that. I know you feel bummed, like you probably could have been twenty minutes faster. That's the first time. But yeah, there's always a, a second. That's time. it. You now set the bar pretty low for yourself, right? right? For next year. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but and and so the idea in this one again, um, you had to go out too fast at Maniana Jenny. Now you had the injury, right? So you're like rolling through these things and and mm-hmm. ultras and adversity, and you're not. Not, you're not cashing it in. That's right. You're you're problem solving a little bit, right? Yeah, and that's what I figured at many on the Jenny. Um, I figured that maybe I rolled out too quick. Uh, maybe I wasn't eating enough at the aid stations, and I was just like, I, I believe at many on the Jenny, I skipped right past the first aid station. I was like, yeah, see ya. I'm just gonna keep going, and and I, I learned a lot from that. I learned <laughs> you stop at the aid stations and you talk to people because you have a long day ahead yeah, of you. Eat, eat a little something. Yeah, yeah, you need somebody to say, hey, you're doing great. Hey, yeah. keep it up. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, it sets the bar. It mm-hmm. changes you know, the way you're thinking about things. You're not thinking about the race. You're asking them or telling them, thank you. Thank you mm-hmm. for being out here. So mm-hmm. you stop. At every aid station, <laughs> even if it's briefly, huh? it is. That's right. Yep. So, um, so now there were four weeks between Cayuga Trails and, um, yeah, Twisted Branch. Right. And at this point, you gotta be feeling like, you know, you're going in for your second Twisted Branch. You're getting results that you want. You're running. Mm-hmm. You know, are, are you doing? Are you set? Are you? Have you ever set expectations for yourself going into a race? Like negative. No, I don't. Never. Say, nope. Uh, my expectation is you're going to go out there and you're going to complete it no matter what. That's the only expectation is I want to go out there. I want to do the best I can and we'll check the results when you're done. So that's my expectation. You go out there, have fun, make sure you're having fun and doing what you're doing because I'm telling you when you're not having fun out there, it's a struggle. It's, it's a much longer day, it isn't is. it? Yep. You're pissed at everything. Yeah, exactly. Everything. And and everything can make you yeah. just frustrated because you're like, oh, that didn't go my way. Oh, that didn't That's go right. my way. Oh, yeah. that figures it didn't go my way. You know. So yeah, there was a there was a pretty big stretch. I was I was thinking about signing up for damn good trail race because I really enjoy that race. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said, ah, uh, maybe you might want to skip that. Maybe volunteer at that race. So um, I, d- I ended up didn't signing up. Uh, I'm not signing up for damn good, but I did a lot of training runs. I did a lot of, uh, I think I squeezed a couple 50Ks in there. 
mm-hmm. on some of my training you, runs. You did, I believe you did a, a 50K while you were running errands. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. got to do some grocery shopping, yeah, got to go I to actually, the post office. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I went to REI in Henrietta. Um, <laughs> I did a little shop in there, put it in my pack, and then I actually ended up at MedVed one day seeing Eric and Sheila. They're like they they actually honked the horns as I was running down Monroe Ave, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just going for a run." Um, but yeah, those those were some fun runs. It's just it's keeping just, it keeping it fresh. Yeah, it's just out, and I yeah, it's it's the road and everything, but it's different, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just had the mindset of I'm just gonna go here. I have to go here, so I'm gonna go here, check it out, walk around, see what I need, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm gonna go get lunch over in Rochester somewhere, mm-hmm. and then. You know, I'm going to go back home. So they ended up being uh, like 50 Ks. So, yeah. yeah. La, la, la. Yeah, that's just, it. Yeah, I was running there and ripping them off. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that I I knew Twisted was coming up, so I wanted to make sure um, I had the mindset and I still had, you know, it, what I did last year and what I've heard from a whole year of, hey, you did great at that race. And I wanted I, wa- I wanted to perform the same way, right? So, yeah, and so you didn't set any expectations. No. You you kind of came up for Friday. You yeah. hung out a bit and I actually slept. Yeah, that, yeah. The first twisted, I had no sleep. Yeah, my first twisted, I did not yeah. sleep at all. I actually slept really well. That's I woke good. up and uh, you know I I like seeing everybody. Like I said, I love seeing everybody at the races. And stuff. Yeah, my hardest part about Twisted Branch Friday night is is actually going to sleep. Because mm-hmm. there's always one person that's still awake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I just started to realize, like, no, I, I have to go to, to yeah. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see them tomorrow. It, yeah. It was, tomorrow we'll have all day to hang out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've talked to a couple people. Um, It was their first time doing Twisted. And they're like, I haven't slept last night. And I'm like, I know where you were at. I know that whole situation. Yep. So what is interesting is you said you wanted to you wanted to – sort of do what you'd done the year before, perform yeah. it. And and you did. You finished sixth place two years in a row that's at right. Twisted Branch. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's pretty crazy, like sixth place two years in a row. Yeah. It is. It is. It's I mean, I look at it as like, yeah, I finished. I finished. Especially but because this year was such a faster year. It was such a <laughs> shitty year. <laughs> it was rained so much. It rained like <laughs> like I wanted to build an ark. It rained that much. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of rain at Twisted yeah. this year, definitely. So, no, it um no preview runs this year. I I didn't do any preview runs cuz like I said, uh the last uh, maybe I did do a preview run. Maybe I did do one. Maybe two. Yeah, maybe just you ran from but it wasn't... County Park down to Hammondsport once cuz you had yeah. to pick up a bottle of wine <laughs> yeah. or something. No. Um maybe I did do a one or two. Uh, but nothing like I prepared myself for the year before. Uh, so, yeah, it, it rained so much. And uh, I like that everything almost seemed brand new to me. All the different, like, I mean, the the course is so well marked, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you can follow it, especially at night, because it's got the reflectors on the flag. And it was just amazing. I I have to say it is my favorite race of all times. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. race that got me really started knowing. And the FLT, oh, my God. 
I, I haven't mentioned that at all. That's one, I love running the FLT, and that's a lot of my training. If you look at my stuff on Strava, it's usually the FLT. It's like, mm-hmm. but with Twisted, though, I, I mean, yeah, it it's just a beautiful course. Scott really put on mm. a great, great race. Um, so, yeah, it rained. Um, didn't stop <laughs> for like three hours. Um, I, I know there's a photo of me standing there where I actually just stood and was just like, oh my gosh, can you, and I just put my arms up and I was like, this is, this is it. You just got to embrace being here and doing what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. eventually stopped soaking wet, um, felt good that whole race, uh, came to electric fence that everybody got shocked at that Scott didn't know about. And that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked him about that and he hadn't. We just talked about that at a meeting about a, two weeks ago, and yeah. he had, he was like, yeah, so I learned about that. It, it wasn't there. Like, uh, that's a whole different story yeah. altogether. Um, so the thing about that race, though, it wasn't hot. No. Right? No. Like, and and oh. I firmly believe that that's, that's the crusher is the heat at that race. Yes. I think now I haven't run in the in the biblical rain year, mm-hmm. but um I believe that that heat is the the real crusher on that course. So I believe the first year was pretty decent temperatures, correct? Uh the first year was. The second the, year 2015 was all right. Yeah. 2016 was like out of control. De- yeah. Out of it control. was 90 degrees. Everybody like yeah, hated I, their life. <laughs> yeah. I, I dropped yeah. the second year. I couldn't, I couldn't eat. I couldn't yeah. like, Oh, it was just, it was bad. Juju. The, the year, third year, the third year, it rained a little bit and it, it rained just enough where yeah. it cooled jaw and it softened the ground a little yeah, bit. And, it, yeah. it was, it was almost like a perfect year. Um, last year, this year, biblical rain. That's how, that's how I read it. It was biblical rain. Yeah. But, it, it was something special. Yep. It was uh it was good. Um and and seeing where I placed, I was very happy with that. I actually came uh an hour ahead of schedule. One of my friends was supposed to meet me at an aid station and she I I was like, Okay, this is gonna give me one of my pick me ups, right? Mm-hmm. Is seeing her at the aid station. Yep. Well, I came through and I'm like, son of a gun, she's not here. And so I just was like, well, I'm going to keep going. And I guess she told me when she stopped in, they were like, hey, is Scott, did, she, did he come through yet? And uh, they told her, that, yeah, like an hour ago. <laughs> so she met me at the end, and that, that was good to see her. And uh, yeah, gave her a hug, and she said, keep going, don't stop. So I think I grabbed at that last aid station. Mm-hmm. I heard someone go, oh, my God, ill, because I put a pickle in my mouth, a handful of M&Ms, and drank flat soda and they're like oh my god how did you do that and then i just was like i'll see you at the finish have a beer for me yeah so i uh i was eating uh hard-boiled eggs throughout all of oil creek like they just had hard-boiled eggs and every time i looked at them they looked good yeah and you know um jamie pecco was was with me for the last loop and it's it's midnight and i i've just got done shuddering and shivering <laughs> and i walk over to the aid station i eat a hard-boiled egg and she's like really yeah really of <laughs> all the things on here it's what you're craving yeah, i think i was oh. craving the sugar and then yeah. the salt and then i was like i need to wash it down with something let's get this like it's i call it black gold man i, I don't drink soda i don't yeah. drink it but i'll yeah. drink it during a race it's yeah great. i had a little bit of that too which was not not a usual thing for me yeah um 
But you, yeah, you finished sixth place last year in thirteen thirty, yeah, and sixth place this year in twelve thirty. That's right. I, That's pretty I was good. Very happy with that outcome. Yeah, twelve thirty is a crazy time on that course. Yeah, especially um, with the rain and, I mean, some of the fields we went through. It, I mean, it was fresh plowed. I think, but I mean, you were post hole digging in the uh, farmer's field, going mm-hmm. through the cornfield. I mean. There was, it came up to my shin, some of the dirt and some of the area. So, yeah, I mean, just, you know, for, for comparison's sake, Mm -hmm. um, year one, uh, 1230 would have got you third place just ahead of Jamie Hobbs in Mm -hmm. year one, right? Third. So that's, that's, oh, what I got you fourth place just ahead of Jamie Hobbs. Sorry. But that's, That's you know, I mean, so the 12 hour is kind of like a, a real big, benchmark that's right um there's there's money for beating 10 hours you know Cha-ching. yeah there's there's money <laughs> yeah so no not, not saying um, just saying yeah um <laughs> my, my big thing is uh so twisted really sparked my interest and i thought about how i can upgrade myself in 2018 so guess <laughs> okay. what it did for <laughs> 2019 yeah upgrades yeah we're gonna try them so yeah we'll, we'll talk about that but yeah, so it sounds like you're going to make the leap, huh? 100K is not enough. Uh, leap into, like, mileage-wise? Yeah, yeah, like leap into Laurel, right? Because that's 70 miles, right? Uh, yeah, I thought about that one, too. <laughs> yeah, that was on my radar. Um, Laurel was on my radar. Uh, so, big goal, 2020 Western States. Yeah, um, so you got to get some tickets. That's correct. Um, I was told, and I heard hearing through the grapevine, first year, usually it's very hard to get into. It's an, it's 2.5% chance. That's correct. So, so two out of every 100 people, uh-huh. which means um, there are about 350 people that get in. Mm-hmm. So about seven of them are first years, if you go by the percentage. Yeah, so I'm like making... Like with my fingers and like that much, yeah. <laughs> but so I understand that. But we know two people that have gotten in on their first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so all you got to do is not want it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jason Mintz said, oh, "I want about five years' experience." So that's why I'm making other he plans. Got in. Jamie said, oh, "I got this baby coming," and he's in. Yeah. So, meanwhile, you know, you never know, right? So you yeah. got to get in it. Yeah. So yeah. I do want to get into it. Uh, it's amazing to think about where I was, like, even three years ago mm-hmm. and where my goals are, and it's mm-hmm. it fascinates me, and I think that's what keeps my interest and keeps me sparked because I had a friend at work say, you know, what keeps you motivated? And you're you're running trails all the time. What? How do you stay interested in the same thing over and over and I said, it's not the same thing over and over. It's always different. Yeah. The weather, the the trail conditions, the the smells, everything is always different. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. So and, uh, so once you um you you're charting your course, uh-huh. you you know you, so Twisted Branch opens on Friday. It's like it's like deer season for yeah. us. It's like Twisted Branch opens. You so, know. <laughs> yeah. So I just got back from Pennsylvania and. My friend Ashley, I went down there with her, and she was like, you are a dangerous person to hang out with because yeah. she put it on Facebook that, you know, 
you know, just hanging out with me. She has good friends. She has bad friends. And then she has the dangerous ones. And she did a comment. She said, you are two of them. And I said, well, hopefully I'm the good and the dangerous. I, hopefully I'm not that bad friend. But yeah, we were, we were talking about, you know, what we were signing up for and what our goals were in 2019. And I'm like, ah, you got a lot of time. You got to, I mean, it's only 2000. And then you think about it. We really don't. I mean, you got some races that are open up really soon and then mm-hmm. everything opens up and December or January 1st, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of people are starting to do that now. Yeah. It used to be that you had this time where, um, oh, it's six weeks before the race. Right. But all the big races now are opening up early, and it's making it, it's making it one, difficult to choose, yep. right? But, two, it's also sort of a little risky, right? Yeah. You know? Oh, um, I definitely know the feeling. So, but you got to take chances, right? I mean, that's, that's what's going on here. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that I think about is you take chances and you see what you really can do. Because if you think about it, you can do just about anything. And that's what I've learned I, Mm -hmm. I, in running or in life itself. I mean, if you push the limits and you push, if you want the goals and you want the results, Mm -hmm. you can do it. So it, it seems like, you know. And, and I'll I'll put it this way because it makes it it makes it a dumb question with an easy answer. But mm-hmm. do you think, as you've gotten better at running, you've gotten better at lifing? Yes. Uh, oh my God. And and I I've heard a lot of people say running has changed their life, and it's changed me in ways where the people that I hang out with and talk to and. And believe me, I've tried diets and all that other stuff because it's like, oh, it's working for them. Let me try this. Let me try that. And I follow people on Facebook, follow people on Instagram, and I see what's working for them. But it's what works for me, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've tried to do the whole vegetarian thing. I've tried to do the vegan thing, and it just did not. It didn't work for me. So yeah. Um, but yeah, my my whole life has changed. I mean, habits wise. Uh, just the way I think it's like there's no just and I I keep saying the running community itself there is no everybody's out there running or hanging out or going to like these little events these um five milers these trail races and then you have these volunteers that are just there supporting everyone and it's the community Mm -hmm. has opened up my eyes Mm-hmm. And the in the way I think, yeah, it's yeah, life is so much different. Like, it's funny because I have my running friends and I have my non-running friends, mm-hmm. and my non-running friends are like, "Okay, what are you doing in 2000? Can you retire because I want to <laughs> hang out with you?" And I'm like, "No, not yet." And so <laughs> I told them some of my goals, and they're like, "Okay, after that, are you done? Because I I want to hang out with you again." I'm like, "You you can hang out with me, but." I really have, I want to complete some of my stuff first. Yeah. And they understand. And he, I shouldn't say he, but a lot of them, you know, I know they still talk about me and they're like, mm-hmm. this This is what he's doing. So Yeah. Do you think, so do you see this as a temporary thing? No, not at all. No. Yeah, I, so they're going to be on hold for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell them that though. Xbox Live is yeah. going to be, you got to better suspend yeah. that subscription. <laughs> That's right. Um, one of my, one of the guys that got me into running, actually, um, it's one of my good friends. He's going to be 63. 
And he signed up for his second Ironman. Wow. So he just did his first one two years ago, and he just signed for uh, signed up for Lake Placid. So he's one of the guys that actually got me into my first 5K. Wow. Yeah. He was like, hey, let's go for a run. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that sounds more like a little bit of a trigger than, than 30 loops at Mephomidal. Uh, it was. I mean, because he actually told me, he's like, wow, you're pretty fast. What yeah. the heck? And I'm like, and then he got me into another one. But, And that's, like I said, that was my thing. It's like, okay, I did my first one, seen my time, and I'm like, yeah, let's see if I can do it better. Do you remember your first 5K? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't even know where it was. Yeah, I I used to run like the cross country and all that, but I think like my first Rochester 5K, I want to say might have been um like the corporate challenge, which is like a little yeah. bit longer yeah, than I've a 5K. Done, yeah, I've done the corporate challenge. You know, and I want to say like this was not a 5K. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, there's yeah, another I, half mile. I do know there. I was breathing really heavy after that first 5K cuz <laughs> I I went out there and gave it my all. Yeah. So. And then and then you had two and a half miles left. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's how I felt my first 5K. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> Eight minutes. Better I, keep going. I do remember some of them, and it's like, oh, my gosh, after the first mile, I'm like, mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. I'm I kind of try to think back, like, what was it like in 2011 when I wasn't part of this? You know, and what was it like when Eric and Ron and Sean – and, you know, and uh, <laughs> Ben, yeah. we're sitting around going like, you know what? We There's nobody to talk to about uh, running, yeah. and, you know, and there kind of was, but there was it, they were disconnected. Right. Mm-hmm. And so because they were disconnected and they didn't like run with oven door or they didn't run with the bagel bunch, you know, um, they were like, well, we should kind of do our thing and, and make a thing, you mm-hmm. know, and I just wonder what it was. I wonder what my. I try to look back at my life in 2011 and be like, "Can I? Would I go? Am I? Am I going to go back to be that person?" And that's you and, know. And when you said, is, "Is this like a temporary thing?" It's like I look at that same view of what What did I do with my spare time before I started <laughs> running? I mean, I didn't do. I mean, yeah, I played soccer and I played indoor and everything, and I tried to stay, but that that's a quick like 45 minutes, 90 minutes, mm. whatever it is, right? But I look back and I I don't want to go back and be that person. I yeah. want to I want to give my kids someone that to look up to and I want to be able to say, "Hey, your grandfather, you know, when I have my grandkids, hey, I ran this whole, you know, trail that I'm yeah. taking you on." So, I want to I'm sort of making memories for my kids to someone to look up to and mm-hmm. creating stories that I can tell my grandkids cuz when they look at me all old and wrinkly and they're like, "Yeah, right." Mm-hmm. And I, I could say well, here, here's the picture to prove it. I just <laughs> right. show them like my Instagram. Cause, yeah, right. Because because so. that's all we'll have at yeah, that point in time. Exactly. Digital no, age. Yeah. But yeah, I think about that, and I think now it has more like di- direction. Mm-hmm. Even though before it might have been, it might have been more full with a million things. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like there's, you know, for me, it's like okay that there's a there's a little bit of a trail, a yeah. little bit of a path to follow. You know, that's some right. flags up ahead. Yeah, you got you know yeah, there's so. goals. There, mm-hmm. There's there's always something to look forward to, and you you always know you're when you go to a race, you're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. You're gonna there's gonna be people there that are gonna be cheering you on. And you're gonna be happy to see them, and there's I mean even even if you feel like shit, 
Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that are going to be like, you're doing awesome. And <laughs> You're going to be like, you're a damn liar. Yeah, you're great. Exactly. Thank you. You're almost there. That's the biggest thing. You're almost there. Uh, and it's like, uh, are you kidding? Can't stand that like one. 20 more miles. I'll take a you're doing great yeah, over a exactly. you're almost there or, any or you're day. getting your high fives, right? Yeah. You're getting people that are high-fiving you and yeah. doing everything for you. Yeah. That's like Jeffrey McBeth, the Twisted <laughs> Branch. He actually ran out to me as he seen <laughs> me coming up took my pack off and i i think i still had like 50 more feet to the aid station and he was like what do you have in this thing and it's like it's it's like that like Stephen daly that's another one that at cayuga he had my shoes already out of my bag because i was like i need to switch my shoes he had my shoes ready to go and he was pulling my shoes off my feet yeah and it's like those are like i I said (laughs) previous it's like it's the volunteers make your race yeah you know what i mean they, mm-hmm. They're they're the ones out there. I mean, through the rain, through the heat, and they're filling your pack, and they're they're doing everything for you. And I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. And I, you know, I, I love being part of it. Yeah. So I am not going back to way back then. <laughs> no. I love the community, and it, it keeps me intrigued. And yeah, wanting to know more and wanting to do more. Yeah. So, anything else you want to cover? We missed some stuff. Future. Yeah. You want to talk well, about the future? Well, I, mean, I mean, you're talking about running 100 milers every yeah. all year long, right? Um, well, 2019, what's going to what's what's to be expected, of course, um Twisted Branch that's going to be uh that's going to be a future um Western States qualifier now, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's yep. going to be uh it's going to be a hot ticket. It's going to be a hot ticket. Um I ended up signing up uh so I'm doing Bandera 100K. Oh wow, that's a nice trip. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm going to Texas this year. Uh, I'm going to do the Bandera. I actually talked to Mike Weldon. I was going to say you can you can pick Weldon's brain. Yeah, on he wants that me to talk bit. with him. Yep. Um, ended up signing up Black Canyons. Whoa, you're yeah. traveling. Traveling, going to Arizona. That's like three Western States tickets in one year. You know they don't do that, right? That's right. That's <laughs> you right. only can only get one per year. That's all right. So I uh, I actually. I wanted to start traveling. I do. I do love traveling. Yeah. So, uh, and I talked to a couple people before I signed up, and I said, "What do you think about doing back-to-back hundred Ks?" And they're like, "Yeah, well, if if you can do it, do it. You know, see how you mm-hmm. feel." So, uh, I I want to see w- what's out there, and because I I do want to go to like maybe Oregon, Washington, you know, mm-hmm. in future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Western states, not New York. So I want to get a feel on what else is out there. Yeah, so, and 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 it'll it'll give you perspective on what's here. That's as correct. Well, you know, and, and, and it'll give you a different set of people to race against and people that don't know me and people mm-hmm. when I cross in the aid stations, they're not sure who I am, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to give me a feel on how everything is and how mm-hmm. outside the running community and I and I know. A lot of running communities are all the same because I've done the Maryland one, and it was the same thing. What do you need? What do you need? Um, mm-hmm. What can I put in your pack? But you you still don't have that family quality like you do mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I mean you'll find out, right? That's right. So uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to take be off doing. your own shoes, fool. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not touching your nasty ass socks. <laughs> um, so I, I I signed up for that one. Um, going to pick Weldon's brain on Bandera. 
he told me about these little cactuses. He's like, wear shin guards because they'll cut you up. But he told me not to uh, not to go down there without getting a hold of him and hanging yeah. out with him for a little bit so I can yeah. get a lay of the land. Uh, Bandera, I got uh, Black Canyons, Arizona, and I just signed up for my first 100-miler. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did already. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's going to be in June. It's going to be in Kentucky. So I wanted somewhere close because I want. I know I'm going to need help through that. I definitely yeah. want a crew. I want pacers. So wow. I signed up in Kentucky. Um, it's called the Warhammer. You hmm. heard of it? I have not heard of yeah. the Warhammer. But then again, I try not to learn too much about 100-mile races. Yeah, so it's called the, <laughs> it's called the Warhammer 100. Um, I did a little bit of research on it. Uh, it's through the Daniel Boone National Forest. Um, it's through the Red River Gorge. Uh, you're you're running along that, uh, like I said, point to point. I love doing those, so that's what it's going to be. Um, Bandera, I know, is a two loop, but I can I can do two loops. I can do two to three loops, right, and on longer races. But anything more than that, that's going to be my mind and body will be fighting each other, right? So I try to. So the Bandera is on a two loop. Um, Black Canyons is a point to point. And so that's going to be 200 Ks back to back January, February. So mm-hmm. that's going to push some limits, right? Well, you did 50 and 100 K, right? You did Cayuga right. and, yep. you know, yep. Twisted. So, and different conditions. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. And dry, I mean, dry and arid. Both of them are going to be similar conditions. <laughs> well, and the travel, right? They're not at home. That's in right. Your, in your backyard. So that's going to be another aspect of, mm-hmm. okay, that's logistics. Be, that's right. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm trying to push the limits a little bit. So I'll, uh, I had a couple, a couple hundred milers last year. Um, cause I, I did try to get into the Yeti 100 in September. Cause that would have been awesome to do 40, 50, 65 and a hundred miler in September. Yeah. But unfortunately that was, that was already, I mean, that sells out quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's seconds. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started, uh, contemplating on a couple, maybe more than a couple, maybe four, 400 milers. And I, I looked at the U. I looked at the, I want to say it was called the Wasachi or Wasatch? The Wasatch Front. Yep, yeah. Wasatch Front. I did. I looked at that one, and then um, I seen this Warhammer one, and I'm like, man, some of that area looks really cool to run through. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm it, looking, yeah, I'm looking I now. That. Um, and I, I did a little bit of research on it, and that's the one I picked. And that I, I told a couple people, and they're like, I've never heard of that race. And I'm like, it's, it's almost. If you look at the map, it's almost running completely north to south of the state of Kentucky. So, and it's it's somewhere close where, if I do need crew and pacers, we can all drive down there together, right? It's drivable. Yeah. It's not like you need a plane ticket. Yeah, this trail looks super cool. It does. Yep. So that's why that's the one I choo- so, chose. So so if, if you've run Warhammer, uh, get at me and I'll put you in touch with Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this looks very cool. Wow. That would be so, great. Yeah. So good on you, man. Yeah, so um and I know I know like uh that might interfere with many on the Jenny. Um but I can always be that volunteer that's going to help somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Cayuga. I think Cayuga is back in the first week of June. Yep. So, and they asked, 
uh, talking to one of my friends. They're like, what are you going to do about that? You know, are you going to run Cayuga? And I was like, no, but I can volunteer and be that person that's taken mm-hmm. off somebody's shoes. You yeah. Know? I, I think that's perfectly reasonable. I yeah. mean, that's what I did when I started running ultras. I started volunteering at the smaller races, mm-hmm. you know, and um, then I started running the smaller races and volunteering at the right. ultras, you yeah. know. So, so, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my goals for 2019. That's big. That's, that's big. Yeah. Like I said, I try to look at 2018. I'm like, holy shit, man. Look so what you, I just accomplished. So you got 200 Ks mm-hmm. early, yeah. but you like to hibernate in the winter. That's right. And that's why I picked them. <laughs> and that's why I did what I did. Um, just sign up. You'll do the training. Yeah. That's what it's pushing <laughs> me to do. That's why I got my snowshoes this year. That's why I want to try to do a little skiing. Um, yeah. I want to, uh, I want to stay motivated in the wintertime. So that's why I picked them. That's why I picked the January and February. Well, I mean, Cayuga is June 1st next year, so you could yeah, have a nice little 50-mile warm-up oh, before oh, you go down to Kentucky. I've, and I've already, <laughs> So that's the thing. I've already, Someone already told me that. Well, you might and have a 25-mile warm-up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I, I looked at doing like the half, but I think I would get more gratitude of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Really, I yeah, would absolutely. Be at the trails, because you'd be station. thinking like, "Oh, I could beat nine twenty this year. I'm in shape to beat nine twenty. Yeah, and you're running that half. That's yeah. right. You yeah, know. you could do both. The trails, Rockade station is open for the whole race. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I think I'm going to do. I think I might volunteer. I mean, nothing set in stone right now. I don't know. You know, it's mm-hmm. pretty much far away, but yeah, uh, I think I'm going to start doing my volunteering. In a, at some of the races. So. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's and my... That, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to make sure Daly runs through. Maybe volunteer at Finger Lakes 50 so Daly can get some nice muddy shoes for you. Yeah. To peel go. off, you yeah. know. Some good socks to extract yeah. off, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, well, I think we've, we've covered most of it, even though we really just kind of scratched the surface of it all. I mean, that's sort of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably leave here thinking like, "Oh, we could have talked about this. Oh, we could have talked we could about be here that. forever." Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a lot, a lot of stuff. But. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to see uh, 2019. Yeah. I'm excited for Friday's Twisted Branch party. Yeah, I think that's going to be that's going to be it's going to be another story time. Yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> it's going to be pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Maybe this was the uh, the first public disclosure of Scott's 100-mile uh, adventures. Um, you know, that, that 2.5% chance of getting in to uh, Western states changes dramatically if you happen to win Black Canyon's 100K. So that's that, that, that modifies his chances a little bit. Um, who knows what running out west will, will do for him. Um, yeah, so be sure to check out some of the episode show notes for links to the topics we discussed. You can see Scott's ultra sign up. You can see that ultra cool picture of me being in front of Scott in our first damn good race. It didn't, it didn't last long, folks, but but I'll 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 hang my hat on it while I can. Um, we got some other things out there like Many on the Jenny and uh, Warhammer, which definitely is a cool looking course. It's kind of a it's got me a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also, uh, when you're out at the website, um, you can find links to our Strava run group and the Patreon page. 
Oh, you know what? I should tell you. It's uh, runningintideoutpodcast.com slash 071, but you know that already. Um, thanks to all the Patreon supporters this month. Um, again, that uh, continued financial support helps me uh, keep improving this podcast. So thanks a lot. Um, if you want to chat about this episode with other listeners or simply just share running stories and talk with some of the people that Scott mentions uh, in this episode, uh, you can join our Slack, which is basically a chat room. Uh, and it's sort of like social media, but without the media part. So it's pretty cool. Um, if you notice the lack of activity on other social media platforms, it's because that's where I'm spending all my time. I don't, uh, I don't dabble in the other areas lately. It's making it's good for my mental health and good for the podcast health, I think. <laughs> um, so if that sounds like your kind of place, drop me uh, an email at chris at runningintideoutpodcast.com with the subject Slack invite. Keep in mind the number one way you can always support the show is to tell a friend and help them subscribe. They seem interested, you know, tell them about a podcast, sign them up, physically take their phone and push the buttons. Um, that will, they will be forever grateful to you. Uh, one last thing, I'm always interested in your comments and feedback on the show. So drop me a line at chris at runninginsideoutpodcast.com. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode. Be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there. And listen, Bologna's back with my brand new invention, Trails. Grab a hold of me tightly, run with my Lone Peaks daily and nightly. Hell no. Turn off the lights, and I'll glow. At RSG, sweep the course like a vandal. Light up the trails, run a 12-hour candle. Grass and sneakers go boom. Fill in your brain like a Speedway restroom. Deadly. When I take a dope selfie, anyone mess with my dress, it's a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better see a groundhog, eight hours don't play. If there's an ultra, yo, I'm involved in it. Check out the hook when my DJ revolves. Now that the trails are jumping, with the race kicked in and the runners are running, quick to the aid, to the aid, no faking, better have ice and a pound of bacon, burning it, if you treat it as simple, I go crazy if the aid's not ample, I got that, I bring soup in my tempo, I'm on a roll, it's time to go solo, mafamadol, ultra sign up so my race can grow, runners on standby waiting just to say hi. No, I just ran by, kept on, running to the bag trap. I bust the left, now I'm heading to the rest stop. My watch is dead, yo, so I continue to run all day. Runners, hot wearing shorts like bikinis, not me suckers, hanging at my knees, he's jealous, cause my finish is fine. Stay all day, I'm screaming at the line. Hoodie, hangs on the wall, Lisa's ill cause it smells like a horse stall. T-shirts, 
Hanged out so I could sell. Better buy nine, I'm broke as hell. Jammers. Spend my money real fast. Eat pizza logs, then I get gas. Bumper to bumper, the speedway is packed. Gotta use my points to save on gas. Lisa's my queen, you know what I mean? She snatched me up. Hot off the date scene. If there is an ultra, yo, I'm involved in it. Check out the hook when my DJ revolves it. Take heed, cause I'm a lyrical poet Memories on Facebook, in case you didn't know it My town, the best trails around Trails rock at miles around Vice presses getting ill Cause the rock got vision and feel Now profit and orge, this is a hell of a concept We make it hype, and you wanna step With this green ways all day No I'm not injured, just can't see a trailblaze So flat, other runners say scram Running's my drug, I'll see you at the dam Keep my composure when it's time to get goose Zima's the choice when I kick my juice If there's an ultra, yo I'm involved in it Check out the hook when my DJ revolves it Ah.